Hello, everybody, and welcome to Arsenal X, Boss Rush's uh, Xbox podcast. <laughs> I am going to be your host today, Jesse Douglas, and I'm here with Corey Hudson Deerig. He puts the boss in Boss Rush. <laughs> How's it going? Wow. That was a good one. <laughs> uh, doing all right. A uh, little. Concerned about the near future with this coronavirus, but I'm alright, you know, just kind of trying to, you know, quote-unquote, plan ahead type thing, you know, I mean, we were kind of talking about it before the show recorded, or we started recording, but uh, it's, it's, it's going to be interesting, it's, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting, just because yeah. it's a... Uh, Ohio is about ready to go on total lockdown. It looks like uh, there's a bunch of rumors going on that, you know, by Wednesday, the entire state, except for, like, you know, essential, like, people that need to be essential, like, probably, like, doctors and maybe, like, some grocery stores or carry-out restaurants or whatever, like, yeah, you know, we need food and we need medical care, so... Uh, yeah, so I might I might be getting a long vacation maybe at some point in the near future. Uh, I'm trying not. It's, I don't know why I'm laughing. It's not. It's not. <laughs> it's not a laughing matter. But you know, trying to yeah. trying to plan ahead and trying to be resourceful and you know, video games exist, so I think we'll be all right. Yeah. Well, and and this couldn't be a more video game type thing to be causing all these. Uh... You know, like, cause we, cause uh, you know, there's all the memes and stuff going around of like, you know, we kind of talked about it last uh, week. I I did with Ed or whatever about the whole, you know, the dollar flu thing and and uh, division where where the whole idea of it is like the virus is on money and then it's transferred from person to person. And next thing you know, that you know, that's how the game starts and it's just yeah and. You know, like, and, but there's been some, you know, some things that, that have come out like more recently that have, uh, kind of just been interesting with, with, you know, a lot of people, obviously a lot of people, way more people than normal online playing games because, because there's nothing much to do, you know, like, because people are kind of afraid to leave and yeah, Phil Spencer, uh, message about, you know. About people, you know, getting together, and and he's, you know, glad to see people like having having games to be able to socialize still, and in situations where they can't really go out and or don't want to go out because of everything that's going on. So, yeah, and yeah. Uh, you know, Steam had record breaking concurrence, and yeah, it's been. I mean, it's been nice to see. You know, I've been playing. I played a, a lot more games than I usually do this weekend, and. Uh, just trying to keep my mind off all this, man. Like work's been yeah. really slow, and you know, also might be taking a break from that and everything. So, I've been, yeah. I've been, you know, yesterday we didn't record Boss Rush because you know schedules, and I think everybody just needed like a refocus and a retooling. And yeah, you know, it's it's the next couple of weeks or months are going to be tough on everyone, you know, and hopefully, mm-hmm. you know, we can kind of 
provide podcasts and, and shows to, you know, give people an hour, hour and a half of relief, you know, and I know a lot of people listen to a lot of different podcasts, but mm-hmm. uh, if we're all really going on lockdown at some point, like, like, uh, like Italy is right. Like I, I, yeah. I, I think, you know, having it, a lot of entertainment is good for everybody and just to keep our minds off of it. And I know a lot of people are going to be in some financial troubles and some, you know, there's going to be hard times ahead. And I, I just hope that, you know, we can at least be part of giving people uh, a couple hours or so of their day to, you know, keep their minds off of stuff because it's, uh, yeah, it's going to be rough, you know, I mean, and unless you like, are older and, you know, have kind of not planned for this, but, you know, have, have savings and have able to survive. Like, you know, like I was telling you, my wife and I had a discussion, had a little discussion before we started recording about how long can we survive financially and and stuff like, you know, people Mm -hmm. are going to be having those very real discussions. And I think it's going to change the way a lot of people feel about money and how they handle it and how they save it and stuff. And, uh, Mm -hmm. You know, like I said, I, I just hope uh, I hope we can uh, provide some some lighthearted fun mm-hmm. for people who are going through a little bit of a tough time in the next couple of weeks or months or however long this is going to be. So, uh, you know, I know some states have it worse than others. Uh, I unfortunately live in a state that's going to probably have it worse than a lot of people for a while. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I, I don't know how it is up up north for you, Jesse, but. Uh, um, I don't, yeah, I don't, I, I know we've, I know we've got some cases here. Yeah. Uh, but I don't, I haven't, like, they haven't really made any, any kind of, like, big deal about it here. I mean, um, I think, I think they're, they're acting, you know, trying to act pretty quickly about, about things here and just trying to, you know, get ahead of it and, uh. You know, and and now, like I kind of mentioned to you earlier when we started, like I, you know, at least at least now, uh, the CDC was kind of pushed into to you know saying saying and you know on video or whatever that we you know yes people if you if you don't have insurance and and you're you know really really ill and you know there is a possibility that you have it to go in and get tested because because that it will be paid for you know uh so you don't have to worry about not having insurance or or you know or not you know or having to pay money to do it or whatever so that that is a good thing to try to get ahead of you know things a little bit and make it put people at ease that they don't have to worry about that one one more step you know yeah but um yeah, um, like for us, it's just so far all it's really gotten to is just, you know, where the schools will be closed for about a month. Well, technically they close it for three weeks, and but then, you know, uh, spring break starts. So that that will be the another week or whatever. So it will be technically it, will be, it won't be until, you know, next month that, that kids will go back. But that's, you know, and that's just now, that's for now, I mean. Yeah. Something could happen down the line, but I honestly I haven't really paid too much 
I, I haven't really had any time lately to pay too much attention to the news. To be honest, I I just uh, like yesterday I I be, I was practically up for twenty four hours before I went to bed because I wanted to help. We had to go do some grocery shopping because we just had regular grocery shopping to do. We had we had put it off for for a while, and it was a bad time to put grocery shopping off because everyone was doing it. Yeah, and every everything was gone, just like everyone is experiencing. I'm sure. Yeah, it sounds it's... like it sounds like basically everyone's kind of right now. We're all experiencing, you know, very close to the same thing, regardless of where you live. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> We did some, my wife went yesterday morning and my, no, we, you know, we went earlier this week and my parents went earlier this week to stock up on stuff. And my mom went to the grocery store today and she sent me pictures of like the bread aisle was totally empty and the the paper products was totally empty and canned goods and applesauce, like, like glass canned Mm -hmm. applesauce is totally empty. Like it's just, it's crazy. And my wife stocked up on like milk and bread and peanut butter and just like, stuff that will last and and you know yeah we have a we have a bunch of stuff in our freezer so i mean we're prepared for a lockdown if we have to but uh yeah yes yeah. i really yeah. hope it doesn't come to that and like i mean i'm more worried about like people in financial situations than i am about actually getting you know the, yeah the thing so um, well and i yeah because you know that's that's the thing i i don't I don't. I think we've acted. You know, our our country in general has acted. You know, quick enough that um, that they're not going to stop people from being able to ship things. You know, like that. That would have to be a an, an issue in other countries that we would maybe get stuff imported from. But um, but like I don't. I don't foresee us like. You know. For right now, anyways, from what the way things seem, it seems like the major problems that we're having is just making sure that it's not really problems. It's just we're making sure that we be safe about trying to eliminate it from being spread. You know, like that. That's the main focus right now. I I don't see like because the thing is, you've got like Amazon that can ship stuff to your home. You've got, you know, like there's there's different ways to get stuff if you need it. Mm-hmm. I don't th- I don't think that will be an issue. Like it, stuff would really have to hit the fan for it to get that bad. Yeah. Like, you know, and I, I feel like they've acted quick enough with things and are trying to be as, you know, strict about things and do things the right way to try to make it so it never gets to that point. But. Yeah. But I guess, you know, like that's the thing is it's it's still we don't know a lot about it. We don't know a lot about the virus. We're we're learning like more and more every day, I'm sure, but Yeah. But I'm you know. So I, I Yeah, like that's the thing is you just gotta live day to day basically at this yeah. point because because anything could happen and it's very possible that, you know, weeks from now it's ends up not you know not being as big of a deal because we were able to you know stop the spread of it you know quite a bit or whatever so i think 
I yeah. think that's the thing. We won't really know, you know, what things will be like until at least like a couple of weeks from now when it will for sure, you know, have a better chance of, of seeing, seeing that it's not spreading or whatever, how bad it's spreading or, or if it's slowed down or whatever. So, but all right. So sh- shall we, uh, get to the, get to the show and, uh, yeah, I just, you know, everybody out there, be safe and be careful mm-hmm. and just, you know, yep. do what you can and, uh, you know, we'll be here for your ears. So, yep. <laughs> can't can't give you any money, but, uh, you know, we'll be here for your <laughs> entertainment, hopefully. Uh, and, well, and luckily there's, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of things like uh, if you have Disney Plus, they, you know, they, they added, uh, frozen two to it like early and yeah I think and, we're, uh, gonna, we're actually gonna have to watch it this week i think because our, okay. our kids is really starting to like pay attention to tv now and like yeah we were watching some some uh we were watching some documentary today and uh yeah it uh i don't really want like we were watching this uh uh documentary about a abusive priest or whatever on netflix and she, we oh, figured okay. like she was she was watching it and uh we were like oh maybe she we shouldn't start really consider what we are watching while she's awake <laughs> so yeah <laughs> yeah the um yeah my my kids have been getting into the like the descendants movies and mm-hmm. the uh the zombie movies on disney yeah so they 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 love those and so i ended up buying the zombies 2 on on amazon because it was only like eight bucks yeah uh do they buy. do they read at all are they oh uh, yeah 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 you... well max max does quite a bit but uh lily is is only in in uh uh kindergarten or whatever so she's she's just starting are they are they into the uh are they into harry potter at all um like kind i mean like not like maybe they're not obsessed with it but did they read it and stuff like do they do they like it enough because there's a there's a disney series of books that's kind of like a mixture of the descendants meets uh harry potter kind of oh okay it's called uh the kingdom keepers where like it's like uh it's like based in uh like these kids are kind of they get i don't know how do you describe it they are like there's real magic that happens at disneyland and disney world after the park closes and like they are there to like fight off the bad magic or whatever it's like it's it's kind of like a mix of harry potter with like the night at the museum almost. yeah kind of yeah that's probably better way to describe it yeah i just uh you know it, I, I I read the first book and I liked it a lot. So uh, okay. that, I mean that was like fifteen years ago at this point. But there's probably like ten books in the series now, and they're easy reads. Oh. They're only about two hundred pages a piece, and okay, bigger text I would say. But you know, it's it's for kids that are like probably between eight and twelve, eight and thirteen, that okay. age range. So okay, yeah, Max will be nine this year. So yeah. So yeah, because yeah, he's he's mostly been he reads like the diary of the wimpy kid and stuff like that. Okay. And and like he'll like he loves those. He'll literally just sit down and read it and read it every day until he's done with it. 
like he'll like he'll have gotten a brand new one and like three days later said he's finished with it and i'm like whoa <laughs> like <laughs> i wish i wish i would have loved reading like that when i was a kid because i hated it and i wish and, i would love reading it now <laughs> yeah well that too every but time yeah I, like i'm like man i wish i was really into reading and i it, probably if i had some sort of like tablet to read on or something i would read more but like yeah I don't know. The thought about reading like a, a, a real book just is like, ugh. ugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, uh, when I was working at the YMCA third shift, I, uh, I had, uh, got all the, the Harry Potter books on, on audiobook. Yeah. <laughs> I just listened to every single one of them, which I think each book was like, I don't know, like 20 some hours or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> so like I, I had a long time that I it took me to finish them, but the the guy who did the, narrated it, he would change his voice for all the different characters, and he's British. He's British, so it's actually I enjoyed listening to it. But uh, all right, <clears throat> so yeah, the um, so uh, what's in your arsenal? Have you you've got some things you said that you uh kind of were playing that you wanted to talk about a little bit uh, yeah i've been playing like a bunch of weird stuff this week i know ori came out but that's like the one game i didn't play this week i, I played uh i played a lot of madden and i played a lot of sports games this week actually i played uh because nba 2k 20 is on game pass now and in mm-hmm. uh, madden 20 is on uh ea access so i played a lot of those and i actually ended up just getting nba 2k 20 on switch because it was on sale for something like something stupid like eight dollars or something so i just ended up just getting it to play in bed or whatever and uh get, that's a really good version of the game by the way 2k is it okay. uh, 2k deserves some credit for the games that they've ported over to switch so far they're uh they're really good ports uh i mean besides that first wrestling uh, uh yeah you know yeah the, the nba 2k what? games have been really good and you know like civ 6 and uh you know, whatever else they're pouring over is just been, it's been really nice to see another bigger third party have a strong presence on, on switch. And I know XCOM two and, and, uh, Bioshock are, are eventually coming, I think is, mm-hmm. is the rumor. So, yeah, uh, but I've been playing Madden on Xbox and it's, uh, I made two kids quit and then I got slaughtered the third game I played online. I'm like, uh, yeah, that's, that's about right for Madden. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> Yeah, I played. I played this dude. Like, I heard this kid through his microphone. And I just had a headset on because my kid was asleep, and I didn't. I didn't have my microphone on. I just had, had a normal. Like, I took the ones that I'm wearing for podcasting out just to hear stuff. This yeah. kid, dude. This kid could have been more than like ten years old, and he picked. Uh, he picked uh, the Ravens and would just like chuck the ball or try to run with it every time. And I mean. I know what I'm doing because I know how to play game, uh, games against people that just do that. And like, it was, it was like halfway through the third quarter, and I was up like forty to nothing, and he just offered me a friendly quit. And I'm like, no, I'm not taking a friendly quit. It's forty to nothing. <laughs> and uh, then he just quit on me. And then uh, yeah, the, the second game was a pretty close game actually, but then I kind of had two pick sixes in a row because it was oh. like. It was under two minutes left. I was up by a touchdown, and then he he was trying to you know get the ball back fast, and he just kept throwing interceptions. So he quit on me. So oh, 
<laughs> and then the third game, <clears throat> I played. Uh, I just third mid third quarter. It was it was twenty eight to seven, and I was just getting nowhere. So I just conceded the game because I'm like, I'm not gonna, I'm not coming back. I'm not coming back from this. So I just gave him the win. I I, I didn't even offer a friendly quit. I just, I just <clears throat> you, good game, dude. You won. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, but uh, I've also been playing The Witcher Three, which uh, is I've been I've played for about four or five hours, and I'm just now getting to the first major quest line, which is you know murder the Griffin at the beginning of the game because <laughs> I I'm yeah. roaming the world, and every time I there's like a red dot to kill something, I kill it. Every time there's like uh, exclamation mark or a question mark, I stop to see what it is, and it's a quest and. That's dude. This game's gonna take me like 500 hours to beat. It's so big. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Yeah. It's so big. So uh, yeah, it's. I've been playing it on the Switch though. Okay. I can't believe they got this game running on the Switch as well as it runs. Like the, the, the there are some things that you can tell. They're just like okay, well the character models have to be the best. Obviously, like the main characters. So like Siri and and. Geralt and and you know some of the main characters look great like they look great uh the the draw distance they ha they have stuff where you can toggle the options of like how well do you want the draw distance to be in how do you want like you know blurry until you get close or whatever like they have all these graphical yeah. options now that were that was in the last patch and it's really nice uh the ground texture just is not it looks like you know how sometimes when you are playing an xbox game and you load into an area and the ground texture like before the real textures popped in it's just like yeah. a colored <laughs> texture it kind of looks like an n64 texture like yeah that's kind of how the ground looks but like yeah unless you're like right on top of it and like you know it's they've they've made some concessions but i'm i'm surprised i can't believe how like well it runs and how good it looks for a switch game uh it does yeah. have that thing though when it starts raining everybody just looks like they're made of melting plastic <laughs> you know they have that <laughs> shine to them and like yeah uh, it's it's you know it's something that you have to look over just to play the game on switch but it's uh yeah it's a great version of the game i i'm really enjoying it so yeah and, uh, it's well, it's still, it's, you know, no doubt it's still going to look better than, you know, like what it would have had to look like if they were to try to make it to work on like the Vita or something like that. Oh yeah, no, it looks, day, so. it looks great. Like, I mean, it looks so great on the Switch. Like it looks like a, it kind of looks like the 360 version of The Witcher 2. Like it looks, it looks okay. good. I mean, you know, I mean, it's one of the best looking games on Switch that's not a Nintendo game by far. Mm -hmm. You know, I know. Yeah. Um. Uh, Wolfenstein and Doom, I, it looks better than those games, I would say. Okay. Uh, definitely, definitely something, you know, worth having on the go. I think it's really scratching that Zelda itch, actually, that I've been having. Uh, mm -hmm. We're just running around the world and picking up items and crafting stuff. And, like, it, it's really scratch, scratching that Breath of the Wild itch that I've been, I've been debating on whether or not to play that game again. And mm -hmm. uh, this is actually really scratching that itch, so... So I'll be I'm, I'm personally, I'm personally waiting for Tunic, because yeah. that that's what I've been looking forward to. Is I really want to play that, you know, kind of get my that Zelda scratch that Zelda itch. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> definitely. I want to play. I want to play that too. But you know, uh, 
have to wait for that. Hopefully that come. Hopefully that comes to switch too. I don't see why it wouldn't. Yeah. But uh, mm-hmm. you know, I've been I've been playing that. I played uh, I played a little bit of Destiny two. Now I've been experimenting with a little bit of uh. Now I'm not going over to PC full time. Don't don't let everybody get scared. But I have been experimenting with some PC gaming. Uh, Destiny two is free to play, obviously. Uh, so I linked. Uh, I did the cross save link to uh, my. I, I created a Steam account. I bought my first Steam game, uh, <laughs> so I have two games on Steam now. Everybody, PC gamer, right? That's 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 what you're supposed to say. Uh, yeah. uh, so I have Destiny Two. I played a little bit of that, dude. Playing that game, so it runs it. It runs at 4K 30 on my Xbox One X, right? And it's beautiful looking Mm -hmm. it's great it's fun to play right still on on -hmm. on console but uh i downloaded it just because i wanted to see what it played like at at 60 frames a second i'm running it at at uh 1440p at 60 frames a second it feels like a totally different game like it (laughs) it really feels like a totally different game playing it and i'm I'm not playing mouse keyboard though i'm playing with an xbox one controller uh, plugged into the back of it and it's dude it feels like a totally different game i i i don't know if i can ever go back to to xbox i will i will because i, I like it there but like i really hope the series x runs this game at 60 frames a second because it is it is a game changer like it made me excited yeah. to play destiny again i actually played like three missions last night <laughs> yeah to just uh play it and it was like wow this game's running great uh so th- there's that. Uh, I mean, it's still Destiny. I didn't play any of the like Shadowkeep content because you have to. It's cross save, but you still have to buy the content on the platform that you're playing it on. Oh, so okay. since I bought the game on the stuff on Xbox, I would have to rebuy it on Steam. So I might in the near future, but I will probably wait till some sort of uh, sale or collection with when the new content drops or something. So yeah, um, which well, I thought uh, I thought everything through Forsaken was free. It's actually just the base game, and you have to buy Forsaken and Shadowkeep on PC. So, yeah, yeah. I well, yeah that that would be a game that I would like to see like do do the whole uh, buy it one place and <laughs> have it everywhere kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, you know, like, I think it will be, you know, at least, you know, it'll recognize that you bought it on Xbox yeah. One and you'll be able to play it on on Series X. So hopefully, I mean... Well, well I would, I mean, like I, like, I would like to see it where you could play it on PC as well, like if you've already bought it through Xbox. But yeah, I mean, the, I the thing is, is Destiny is not available in the Microsoft store. Yeah, yeah. On PC, I had looked. <laughs> um, yeah, that's like, true. I, I would rather buy, like, I look for Planet Coaster there, too, which is the game mm-hmm. I really want to talk about. Like, yeah. I was looking for games in there because I know at some point they're just going to be like, the Microsoft Store is the Microsoft Store. If you buy it in there, you'll have it on Xbox and PC, right? And mm-hmm. so I went in there and looked for it. It's not there. So I I had to download Steam. And uh, I also have been playing a little game called Planet Coaster, which is the... Uh, the spiritual successor to Roller Coaster Tycoon. It actually started out as Roller Coaster Tycoon Five, okay. and uh, but they were like Roller Coaster Tycoon is owned by Atari, the license, 
and Atari was trying to make them do a bunch of different things that they didn't want to do. Uh, so they split out on their own and made uh, Planet Coaster in it. Dude, it's... I played for two hours last night, and I barely scratched the surface. I'm really struggling with this camera positioning thing, though. Like, the camera, the way the camera works in the game is really strange. Like, I don't... I still don't understand how to, like, raise the camera up and down and pan it around. I only know how to zoom in and out and, like, like mm. circle the camera around where you're looking. It's it's I and like I they have a a tutorial YouTube page where they you can go in and like they'll teach you how to do a bunch of stuff in the sandbox mode, which is probably what I'm gonna do probably this week. Uh just mess around with that. But uh that's a that's a really awesome sim game. Like I I mm. wanna play through the career mode because you unlock stuff through the career mode too and and Okay. It teaches. It, I mean, it, the career mode is basically a giant tutorial, also. But uh, I do want to play through it and, and figure it out. And uh, it's really bringing back a lot of old roller coaster tycoon vibes for me, and Sims, <laughs> and like all those old PC simulation games that I used to play. And it's it's uh, uh man, what a it it. I also like looked up a bunch of stuff. Uh, there's a bunch of Disney mods. And I actually oh, nice. like some people have like rebuilt all of Disney World and, and Planet Coaster, and I'm like I've been like <laughs> walking through it virtually. <laughs> yeah, it's it's nice. it's crazy. So, uh, oh Jesse, also there's a Ghostbusters uh, DLC pack and a Back to the Future DLC pack. Nice, uh, which nice. costs That'll like be, yeah. they cost fifteen dollars a piece, and you can make. Uh, Back to the Future and Ghostbusters attractions and characters to like walk nice. around your park. So uh, nice, yeah, yeah. Because because uh, with it with it coming here uh, eventually to console, yeah, PS4 and and Xbox. Uh, I, I was it's definitely one of those games that I'm thinking about uh, picking up. Yeah, uh, when, it, when it does come out, just because like I I just remember you know I used to play a lot of those type of games when I was. Younger and like when I did a lot of stuff on PC, like I, I, you know, like during that time, I loved like those kind of games and The Sims and and like I played a lot of Command and Conquer and stuff like that when I around that same time. So yeah, that would uh, that would be a game that that I would be interested in, and I I really liked their uh, release trailer, the console release trailer. It was kind of fun. So, yeah, it looked fun too. So. Yeah, I I'm excited for it to come to Xbox because I think the honestly cuz like it doesn't support uh uh controller support. It doesn't have controller support oh, okay. and like I'm trying to look for like some sort of uh way to to if there's like someone who mapped a controller to the the P, the, the buttons where like I can just swing mm-hmm. the the right stick around to turn the camera and pan up and down cuz like it's really hard to 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 figure out like when you don't play with mouse and keyboard it's really hard to yeah. play with mouse and keyboard and i had to get my old mouse out to like even try to play it because like i mean my mac mouse is like i mean it's yeah, one it does. it's it's one it does. button and like each each side does something different and when you're in windows one side's right click and one side's left click obviously but yeah. like there's no roller button like rollerball yeah, and like the rollerball is the zoom in and out function of the of of the camera. Oh, okay. So like it's it's been really hard to adapt to that, but uh, 
I think I'm going to stream it this week to, to figure it out okay. and, and, you know, maybe try to build something. So I built this really right. crazy roller coaster last night and it was like, I made it, I think it said something like 400 and something feet tall. And it was a, it was like <laughs> one of those roller coasters where you sit and your feet dangle. Oh, okay. And then I made the drop 90 degrees straight down and it was going like 170 <laughs> miles an hour. And then it said, uh, like it completed its run, but it said, your roller coaster exceeds the recommended G-force limits. Uh, uh, people will not ride your ride. <laughs> I was like, oh well, whatever. Oh, I thought I thought you were gonna say it gave a death toll of how many no. people <laughs> did like, survive it. I was like, well, it was still fun to figure it out, I guess. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, yeah, it's it's a uh, it's cool. I can't wait to see how they do it on console because I will definitely be play it on xbox uh when it comes out and it it seems like there's going to be a you know cross save between the pc mm -hmm. and the console version so okay that'll be nice to you know work on a park and then transfer it over to pc to to you know edit it and whatever but uh because yeah. i do i do want to like it's it's one of those games that i feel like if i wasn't podcasting or doing anything it would be a game that i would spend the next year year and a half playing you know yeah, uh, yeah, and there's also uh, uh, they also have a zoo simulator game called Planet Zoo, which is essentially the same thing, but just as a zoo. So yeah, but yeah, that's that's pretty much what I've been playing. Uh, Planet Coaster though is uh, I I can't believe I haven't even tried to play this before. Now, <laughs> yeah, I was kind of I was kind of uh, shocked. Yeah, that you when you kind of were talking about it that you hadn't really tried it. Well, like it's, yeah, not, like our, it's not available on Mac, and I haven't really had a PC yeah. in a while. Well, so uh, yeah, to yeah, to be fair, that's the thing though is you you've really only used your PCs for uh, for you know like editing and stuff mostly. I, I mean, you did have uh, you did have uh, Roller Coaster Tycoon or whatever on your yeah your other PC for a little while. But I have it on this one too. But I mean, after okay. playing this, I'm not going back to yeah Roller yeah sorry sorry uh <laughs> that game i spent thousands of hours on from 1997 i will not be playing you anymore <laughs> yeah uh, so <laughs> yeah so it'd be a nice a nice upgrade and that's cool though like you said that it that it was kind of started off like being developed by the the people who are working on the roller coaster tycoon games or whatever but yeah frontier so that, is the developer so uh they also okay. they also made that jurassic park uh evolution that park builder that's that yeah. was free on xbox a couple months ago so uh it's essentially that but for theme parks so yeah i'm excited no. to keep playing i'm excited to like really get into it you know it's uh yeah it feels like a game like when i'm not playing switch and bed or xbox out there this is definitely the game i'm going to be playing <laughs> So yeah, the, I didn't really put too much time into it, but I did play that that Jurassic Park game a little bit. Yeah. The the thing is, is I think you still had to purchase stuff like for certain things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know they that, had they had an expansion for uh, for something recently that added a bunch of stuff, and I know like the one thing they do do in this game though, which I don't really care for, that I know some games do, and it's kind of whatever and i know like this game's been out forever and they just want you to buy the dlc now but like yeah. they have the dlc items available in the menu 
But when you oh. go to click on it, it said this is part of a DLC pack you don't own. If you want to buy yeah. it, please check out our store on Steam or whatever. Like this big yeah. window pops up that says go to our Steam page to purchase this item or whatever. And it's like, Ugh. so. Yeah. Yeah. They, uh, like, it's always a nice one if they have, they do do that. If at least they, like, a lot of games will put like an icon over the top of it that, that says that, you, you know, like, that it's part of some, so you don't yeah. even have to well, you know, they, think twice about it. All the DLC items have a little arrow pointing down, like like a oh, download okay. thing. But like, I have three DLC packs, and it, it doesn't oh. change. It doesn't change, you know, the color of the yeah. the thing depending on the pack. It's just like, oh, this is a DLC item, and then when you go to click on it, it's like you either have it because you bought this DLC pack, or it's uh, something you don't own. It doesn't really clarify, but um, yeah. Yeah, it's too bad they don't just put like a thumbnail of the of the expansion pack over the top of it or something, so you know like yeah. what, it, or just like even have it like well like, like you said they could color code it. Well, like it would be nice if like the frontier pack if it was a from that pack you know you would uh it would be like a little cowboy hat or this the the spooky mm-hmm. pack would be like a little ghost or you know what I mean mm-hmm. like that would be yeah. it would be better to do that but you know. yeah. That's really the only thing I had to complain about while I was playing last night. You just got to mm-hmm. remember if you bought the pack that that's a part of or not. So, uh. yeah, and and like you said though, I feel like that's probably a more typical thing that people who would play on PC a lot are probably used to yeah. things like that. You know that they usually try to streamline things more for console to to make it a little bit more accessible. But yeah. But yeah, so for like, is that that it for you then? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, sorry, it was a lot. I kind of this is no, kind of like an Ed Ed length list, <laughs> you know, where there's like forty seven things on the list. Uh, <laughs> well, to you, be fair though, it's been a little while since you've really talked about what you've been playing. And well, stuff. it's been a while since I played anything really to that yeah, extent. Yeah, honestly, yeah. And, I mean, you know, hopefully, I <laughs> well, not hopefully, but realistically it looks like i might be playing a lot more than i should be anyway so (laughs) oh man i'm sorry there's just weird stuff trending on twitter and i don't like it yeah well for for me uh i did play a little bit of ori uh two or ori and the will of the wisp um i i do feel like it it feels better than the first one like I only played a little bit of the first one. Um, I put it like maybe four or five hours, I think, or something like that, into the first one. I was really bad at it, um, but I, I don't know. Like for me, like I didn't, I didn't really care for the movement and stuff in the first one. Like it felt a little too floaty, almost like the uh, when you have the uh, zero gravity turned on and and. In the uh, Mario <laughs> Mario Maker, or whatever, um, it kind of felt a little too floaty, and like, and it felt like at times, like when you try to make corrections, it would make you go way too far, like to one side. But if you tried to make a correction back the other way, it didn't always feel like it was doing it properly. I don't know. It, I I didn't really care for the movement too much in the first one, and. But, like, so far um, in this one, I feel like it feels better, like, movement and stuff. Now, mind you, I haven't really unlocked much of anything for uh, 
I think I've only unlocked the dash. Yeah, I've unlocked the dash and in Ori too, and that's that's pretty much all I've gotten unlocked. Um, it's you know I'm like I said I'm enjoying it more than the first one, but I haven't put a whole lot of time into it, so I probably will go back to it because, like I said, like unlike the first one, I'm actually enjoying it quite a bit more. Um, yeah, it'll kind of suck that I won't really I don't really know a whole lot about the first game as far as the story stuff goes I, I i kind of know a little bit i know that like the like something to do with the uh, owl in the first one is like the main you know bad guy or something like that um and that kind of leads into why the owls in this first one or the second one but um so yeah, I I probably will just maybe go online and like look up like spoilers for the first one, and just kind of get caught up on the story, and then pl- and then just play the second one if I can t- if I continue to enjoy it like I am right now, yeah. um and just do, do it that way because honestly I don't really want to put in the time if I'm not gonna enjoy it, I'm not gonna put the time into it because you know that time can go to a you know a bunch of other things that I could enjoy playing so. Yeah. I've got so many games in my backlog yet that I like. I've I've just had a hard time trying to figure out which one I want, what I want to play next. Because every once in a while, I'll be like, "Well, I'm kind of in the mood to play this. Maybe I should do this now." But I haven't quite figured what I wanna what I want to do yet. But um, so yeah, I played that. Um, and I'll probably talk about that more once I actually get into it, a de- you know, decent enough that I actually, you know, have something more more big to talk about, I guess, or whatever. So yeah, I'll I'll download it this week and play a little bit so we can have a discussion about it because I know it's like the first kind of major Xbox release of the year. So yeah, um, I mean, I know yeah. the the Bleeding Edge uh, last beta is this weekend too. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, maybe I'll play those this week. Uh, uh, so yeah, hopefully, hopefully I don't have a lot to talk about of those. But I, dude, I'm I'm sorry. I'm just so worried about this whole work thing, this work situation. Uh, yeah, I mean it, it's weird because like nothing has even been confirmed by the state or by my job in general. I just like, yeah, I don't it's know, kinda hanging, yeah. hanging in limbo, trying to waiting to see, yeah. yeah. It's it's the, yeah, it's, it's the anticipation that's like, uh, <laughs> so yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I I've already downloaded Ori. I have it pre-installed. I just haven't really had my Xbox on recently. So <laughs> hopefully, we didn't just turn someone's Xbox on. Uh, whoever <laughs> still uses a <laughs> Connect. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Yeah, I, so I yeah I played a little bit of that, but like the game that I've mostly really been uh, playing quite a bit lately is uh, is Modern Warfare, obviously. Yeah, how's that? Uh, how's the uh, the new battle royale mode? It's it's actually pretty good. Like there there's a lot of rough edges on some things. Um, I I wouldn't say it's like as rough as like PUBG's were or anything like that. But um, the vehicles run really poorly and stuff in the game. Um, 
in well in in specifically in the battle royal mode they they work fine in in the regular game in regular multiplayer but they they've just kind of got some little issues with with the uh the way things like that some certain things work um but oh sorry but otherwise the uh the game type is is really fun and they they've like I I just love like the things that they've kind of added to it to kind of make it make it kind of unique in its own way. Like I love I love the 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 whole gulag thing where you uh, if you fight one one v one and whoever wins gets to go back into the match. Um, that that part's really fun and people like it seems like unanimously everyone kind of is in love with that that uh that part of it like people are just absolutely loving the idea that they can fight to stay back in it um and i i do like that they kind of put some of the uh oh sorry they put some of the uh the kill streaks and stuff in it that you can kind of buy uh, with the uh, with money, and uh, I had some I had some pretty good games where I like just like because I I've been lately just going in solo um, because they don't have like solo modes or duels or any of that stuff yet. The only the only options you really have is to just either make it so it doesn't fill your party or it does, and so I've just been going in solo and. And I've gotten a couple of matches where I got lucky, where I like wiped two two entire uh, um, groups of three by myself, and just like like there's this one guy that because when you kill someone on the on the opposite team, just like in regular multiplayer, you can hear them talk for a moment. <laughs> And I seen this guy jumping along on the ground, and I called in an airstrike right where he was, and he had no idea that it was happening. And so all of a sudden, next thing you know, I, it pops up that I got a kill from my the the uh, airstrike or whatever, and all I hear is "What the hell!" <laughs> <laughs> I just started, I just started laughing because it, it caught him so off guard. Yeah, like he had he had no idea what was going on, and I uh, just I was laughing, and and then uh, yeah, so like I've had some good some good. Uh, calls with the, with some kill streaks using them just right at the right time where like you know wipe out like almost the whole team because they're like running around outside you know doing something and I I'll like what you can do is you can go like up on really high towers and stuff like that and then you like the one uh ground the ground strike or whatever where it's just a whole bunch of planes fly by and machine gun the ground where you mark mm-hmm. and so you can just go up in like a tower and then to to activate that you you pull out binoculars and then you see like this kind of little icon that's moving that kind of shows you where you're kind of looking where you would call it into exactly so it lets you know so you can just go up as high as you want and just like you know look around for just try to find people uh you know, running around uh, looting or whatever and just call it in, like, from way far away and them be, like, completely, 
like don't know that anything's going on so there there's fun things like that that and then uh like i just love the whole idea of them having the uh where you can uh find different missions inside the game like where it will like one of them is where someone will become a target or you know or someone in a group will become a target and then you've got to kill that person and, and you've got a certain amount of time to do it. And if you do, then you get like 3000 in game dollars or, or they have like the thing where you pick up the, the, you can start the contract thing and then it will uh, show you where boxes are mm-hmm. and you can keep on following where it will show you, I think to where it might eventually it will bring you like the last one will be a, one that's got like better weapons in it or something so you might have to jump from an area to another area to another area or whatever but it's kind of a cool way to find like the nicer the better boxes that have really powerful weapons in them because they're most of them are just gray boxes and then there's like either white or blue uh color shining out of the boxes but there's these red ones that you can find uh, or a, like it's an orangish red box. And usually those have like the more legendary or the, you know, epic or whatever weapons in them, which basically the way that works is just every every class uh, like from common to legendary is just base, based on how many attachments are on the gun. So you can find, like, the legendary ones that are gold, obviously, have all five attachments on it. So it's, like, you know, perfect. But you can also call in and get one of your kills or get one of your uh, classes that you made in regular uh, uh, multiplayer. So so that's kind of the easier way to to get your guns is to do it that way. But... But that I think takes like six thousand dollars in 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 game cash to buy one, but they do drop eventually, and you can kind of get if you run and make a dash for it and are able to get it that way. That's a that doesn't cost you anything then. Um, but obviously, people might be waiting around watching for people to go run for those and then try to take you out. So, so there's kind of a little bit of a risk there, but. But yeah, it's like the map really feels like PUBG to me, honestly. Like it, it reminds me a lot of the PUBG map, which um, PUBG I I played one match of because, um, what is it? Uh, Bubbies, I think that that's on Mixer. Uh, she, she, me, yeah. Yeah, well, she uh, she had message or she had put a posted on that uh, mixer um, community page that mm-hmm. that we're on or whatever. Yeah, um, and she she had posted about PUBG, and you know, and I had mentioned something, and or she posted about the new Modern Warfare that she was enjoying it, the battle royal mode, and. Um, that she wasn't, you know, that she was still playing PUBG or something like that. And then I had just kind of messaged something in there, and I found out that if you switch your your control type to control type B mm-hmm. on PUBG, 
then the control type is exactly like modern war or like call of duties or or halos or any of those where when you put yeah when you push to look down sight you do it automatically and it's just exactly like so i i went on just so i could switch that over because i'm like well this changes things quite a bit now i might actually enjoy going back yeah i kind of want to go back to PUBG now because like the most annoying thing was like hitting the trigger twice to zoom in and like yeah just just like it was like almost like you know those other games but then there was like two or three little things that were just different enough to make you like mess up in the yeah. heat of the moment and like it was just like yeah you know what i mean it's just kind of like Ugh. yeah so yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe we could play that this week or something you know yeah so. yeah we de- we definitely need to play though uh war zone um because uh man that game is so fun yeah it's... i'm reformatting my xbox to download only games that i feel like like we're gonna play together or you know maybe like a couple single player games here or there just because like i have i have like something like 170 games downloaded on my hard drive or whatever for <laughs> between game pass and games that i own and ea access and demos yeah. and betas and stuff i'm just like I don't need all this, dude. Let's just let me let me just like <laughs> reformat this. Let me let me download like Destiny and Halo and and Warzone and you know you know like you know probably like I want to limit my hard drive to like maybe like thirty or forty games at, at max. Yeah, and you know just kind of switch them out. If okay, if I feel like I'm not playing this game enough, I'll delete it and download something else that I want to try or whatever. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I definitely want to go back to PUBG and uh, uh, you know that I, that actually reminds me I w- I played something else a little bit different this week too. But we, nice. we'll, we'll, I'll talk about it maybe after we you finish talking about that. But okay. yeah, like I I've been watching Two uh, Can play some PUBG also, and like it kind of made me want to jump back in it too. So yeah, maybe maybe <laughs> like next weekend or you know this week if things are going south maybe we'll play it and stream it and whatever so mm-hmm. yeah we we could definitely plan for yeah over the weekend possibly um yeah i don't i don't really know what's going on but yeah honestly honestly the um for the most part you know i i did play a little gta 5 a while uh, a while ago there's a couple of games that i touched for a little while that that just because you know with having 4k tv or uh, monitor now that i can you know test stuff out yeah um but yeah like because after yeah after going and seeing games in 4k um yeah it's it it is amazing how bad what you should do 1080p looks i know what you should do honestly is like just once, and don't, I mean, you don't have to leave it like this, but just once, turn Halo, or turn your monitor, turn your settings on your Xbox to 120 hertz, and play I, it. I can't, I can't, because the screen doesn't, I don't think the screen uh, supports that, it only is 60. Oh, okay, well, yeah. sorry, I was, gonna I, tell yeah. You, I was gonna tell you to play Halo 5 at 120 hertz on the Xbox One X, dude, yeah. it's like... It, like it made my head hurt because the screen was moving so like the refresh rate was so fast and I was like this looks amazing but it also is giving me a big headache and I don't know if I can play it like this <laughs> yeah yeah I 
Yeah, the thing is, is I didn't want I didn't want to have to spend like over a thousand dollars for something because like I you know I just wanted to get get the basic you know sixty. All I cared about is is four uh, uh, K sixty frames. You know, like obviously the Xbox One X can't do that yet, but um, but you know, like the, this will be ready for playing. You know, four K sixty frames when when uh when the new xbox comes out so that's all that's like eventually i might get something different if it you know if i i feel like like i have a need for it but yeah yeah i just yeah because i got this for uh for less than 300 yeah that's that's cool though like i i'm glad that you ended up doing that um because like like i told you my this my mac monitor is uh I think it's the retina displays are 5k or something stupid. And mm-hmm. I can run destiny at 5k 30 frames a second. And it yeah. looks, it looks impossibly good. Uh, yeah. But I was like, I was playing at 1440 P and 60 frames. Like I said, and like just having that 60 frames for a shooter is, is so nice. Uh, yeah. But. Yeah, I, the other the other game that I played that I was played for uh, you know a good chunk of time uh, today was uh, or last night it was technically I I went back to um, to Metro Exodus yeah and to play that in 4K and could do that looks so good yeah you po- <laughs> you posted the pictures in uh, on Instagram. Yeah, and that and that's a four. That was a four K picture. Now I don't know if that got that got uh, packaged. You know, like compressed. Uh, compressed. I yeah. I mean, I was looking at it on Instagram. It looked amazing. So I I don't yeah. know. You know, I mean, I don't know what my phone screen does or anything, but uh, it looked really good. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. That game is it's. It's still like it, it's got its clunk, like certain things that are a little clunky to it, um, especially in this one part that I was in. I kind of uh, I went I was kind of going off a little bit to try to like do some venturing out and looking at some stuff. And I and I accidentally got myself stuck in an area that I couldn't get back to yeah. Uh where I needed to go because I wasn't supposed to go over there the way I did. I was supposed to go over there by, by boat. I was supposed to find this boat and then, uh, a rowboat and then use the rowboat to get over there. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't have a way to leave that area, <laughs> but I was stuck there. And so I had to just go back to my, uh, save that I, that I started or had before I started playing it. So I, it wasn't like I got like super far and, and got myself stuck to a point where I had to do a whole bunch of stuff over again, luckily. Uh, but, but yeah, that, that game, it, the part I was in kind of, it, it kind of has things that remind me of, uh, Far Cry, uh, five, like the where where there's like you know like cultish kind of people that exists and and things like that going on yeah um, but like yeah that game just looks so amazing uh, in 4K um, and like I mean those games are usually tested for like the benchmark on on PCs let alone the Xbox so 
Yeah. Uh, like yeah. I, I know some people still say like before, before Exodus even came out, people were saying that, uh, last light, the, the second game was like, it was crushing, like even the best graphics cards on high settings. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And with this one, I could see, cause it's like, basically it's like if, if the fallout games were to have like super, super like realistic looking, you know, uh, like, things uh what is cell or shade cell what are the the assets or whatever yeah like because you know because the thing is is like the the fallout games are have always usually kind of been they've been kind of like eh, close to real looking but but they're they've never really had slim like Uncanny Valley is the wrong word. There's always like a slim, cartoony look to the characters, even though it's supposed to be like somewhat real, you know? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, and and so like with this game, they they really, you know, they really have tried to make like the face facial features and things all look real, you know, like as real as as they can and stuff without, you know, probably doing too much, but. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's a good-looking game, and it's, you know, it's just kind of, they have a really good uh, photo mode, and, and uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a fun game, and, I, and I've, I've played all of the other Metro games, and none of them have really uh, captured my attention, yeah. Um, but this one, for whatever reason, I think it's just kind of the setting, like, like like in the story that's going on like i really like the whole cool idea of like there's a part where i had to fight all these guys and then we we stole the train and then we you know hop on the train and then took off and then that kind of led to where i'm at right now uh where we're kind of like just a bunch of us uh that are that are kind of outlaws that are that are on this train and and kind of you know, there's like a group of just a group of guys with us, and you know, like they each have their kind of like ones good at at you know doing stuff with weapons and things like that. So yeah. it's you know, like I'm I'm enjoying it so far, and I and you know, this kind of was the the boost I needed to kind of go back to it to have have another you know experience of see it what it looks like you know in 4K and stuff like that, and I think. Maybe I will try to. This will be my game. I finish for my backlog. Just stick to this game and and try to finish it because it's interesting enough and it's I'm enjoying it. That and that's just something that I didn't have really with the last two. They just didn't do it for me. Yeah, found them really really boring really quick. So, but so yeah, that's pretty much it for me. Yeah. Uh, the other game I I forgot to say that i played was uh battlefront 2 uh so oh, okay. seeing a lot of people playing it on on twitter and and you know i wanted to i don't know after getting home from disney and seeing the star wars stuff i've been i jumped back and fallen order like just for a couple minutes and then i realized that i had battlefront and i was like oh maybe i should just jump into this and play it and it was <laughs> it was really fun like i just yeah you know just jumping in and playing some multiplayer matches nothing like interesting to say i just you know was playing and mm-hmm. uh 
just checking it out is it's a good time. It's still it's a really fun game. I yeah, you know all that controversy and stuff. I like I ended up getting it on a sale and I played a little bit of it when it like kind of I don't know. I think like a couple months after it came out, it dropped to like fifteen dollars at some point, and I mm-hmm. bought it and never like really played it. And then I played it. Yeah, you know, I played it. I jumped it a couple times since then, but like, I don't know. I played it this week and it was fun. So, yeah, I, I've I played it a little bit. Um, the one day with Max because that's basically the only game Max plays now. Yeah, it's either it's either that or Fortnite. Sometimes he plays. Um, which Fortnite right now? If you like, you go on there, Corey. You could probably win win. Uh, um. Win one a game a match of that by yourself. Sweet, <laughs> it's, it's just dude, it's just all like really young kids playing it. Like I, I honestly think everyone is playing either Battlefront right now or playing something else because well, I think a lot of the last playing, last month. I think a lot of people are jumping into Call of Duty or Apex is really kind of still the top. Yeah. I think the top, and I know a lot of people have kind of moved back into the PUBG range yeah. too because they've got yeah. a new patch out and i know the xbox v- version has been updated and like it's better graphically and better you know fps mm-hmm. and uh, so i i think a lot of people who i feel like fortnite is like the game that people jump onto to try out battle royale and they kind of like mm-hmm. see what else is out there after they play fortnite mm-hmm. so um i'm seeing a lot of like apex and Warzone stuff like people mm-hmm. playing those so um. yeah yeah and PUBG, like you said yeah PUBG. i'm still seeing a lot of too yeah the um but i mean yeah it's you know which is fine because you know max has gotten a whole bunch of wins already in fortnite so you you know like it's good for it's good for that it's good for people you know to just kind of be able to jump in and and have that opportunity to to um play it and not you know not be going up against a whole bunch of people who are just like way too good at it that you don't even enjoy it you know for him anyways so yeah but so yeah that that's yeah basically what i've been playing and uh all right so um we'll get into the arson news uh, the first, the first thing that we have to talk about is uh, so this is kind of for PC, but but it's still you know and it's exciting because you know with the Master Chief Collection uh, doing so well and and it really being like one of the most amazing collectionized collections of of games I think that exists, especially like, now. Period. Like yeah, with all the work they've done onto it and adding Reach yeah. and like the yeah whatever their version of the battle pass i think it's just called a season pass but like you know they're adding a bunch of stuff to it that you know even wasn't in the original games too so mm-hmm. it's it's fun to see and watch and like i'm really hoping they take this direction with halo infinite too you know with like the yeah. kind of seasonal thing and and adding fun designs to the weapons and uh you know like skins yeah. and, and armor sets and because I think they could really do something cool because they have infinite possibilities for armor sets, you know, whether it's just like mm-hmm. a like a, a skin color or, or paint job or whatever to like doing something really crazy like us, like they could team Anthem. up them. Yeah, yeah. So. I think like because I honestly like, uh, you know, like uh, I've said it before, like um, I love almost everything about Anthem except for, you know, like there's 
there's just the the certain things that they could have more of but like i really like their their uh like their setup thing for how you uh you know change the the body the each parts and stuff of your character because you know halo has done that in the past where you can you know you was it five when they started doing where you could change each individual part or piece of your body and like make on they had it where you or was it four i think it i think it was four where they yeah. like where each part each armor piece you could change to be something different and like a different yeah. color or whatever yeah i think it was yeah i think it was four okay yeah because like the you know they've they've got that whole like what i was gonna say is they've kind of got that whole system yeah, that I can't they've kind of done already. So I wish I could remember. I don't really remember because the they changed the way armor works in the Master Chief collection for the games than they did on the original releases. So like okay. I'm trying to remember like the 360 version of four, you could change like your shoulders, your arms, your chest, your legs, and your helmet. Yeah. So uh and they could all be different parts, they could all be different pieces, and they could I think they could all be different colors but like i said the master chief collection it's been so long since i played the 360 versions because yeah once the master chief collection came out it was like well i don't really need to play the 360 version anymore yeah yeah Uh, yeah so So, yeah with the so the they're gonna be bringing no halo uh halo 2 and the halo 2 anniversary and halo reach uh forge and theater uh, to the PC version of the Master Chief Collection, so yeah, which is um, which is the highlight of the of the of the whole thing, I think, for most yeah. people. Yeah, yeah, and that that will be coming uh, later this month. I believe it was like the end of this month. Yeah, I, don't, I thought I had wrote. Yeah, I think it's I think it's supposed to be the end like of the, the month. 20, yeah, like the twenty eighth or something like that. I don't remember, but yeah. And then the other thing, I just kind of threw this in there because it was interesting. Is uh, so Bill Gates uh, had announced that he's stepping down from the Microsoft board uh, to focus on some issue things like climate change and stuff like that. Which you know that's something he's kind of been, you know, been dedicating a lot of his time to things like that or or trying to get you know like safe and. And ways for people that you know have drinking water and things like that in other countries that don't you know don't have it as nice as we do, where we can just turn a faucet on and you know have have safe water to drink. So you know, like I think I think that's kind of that's been his life goal, <laughs> you know, for the past quite a few years now. And now he just kind of is like, yeah. You know, I think I think Microsoft will be fine without me, <laughs> out me there, and he can maybe you know that gives him more time to dedicate to the, those kind of things that he's really loved to do for the you know quite some time now. So yeah, so you know it's you know honestly, I'm I thought sure. he, I didn't even know he was still with Microsoft. To be honest with you, I thought he was. I thought he's been doing this whole you know kind of yeah environmental thing for a long time <laughs> like i yeah i mean i yeah, know he's he, been doing that but i just i thought he already was done with microsoft to be honest with you <laughs> yeah no he yeah he had i mean he had stepped down yeah from being like a big like a bigger part but then yeah he just kind of stayed on like the board of just like a 
you know, like someone who would who uh, occasionally would come in and kind of talk about things a little bit, you know, and go over stuff, yeah, uh, com- company or business wise. But I don't think he really, really had you know played a a real big part. I think it was just he was kind of always there to to just be part of the conversations that they were having. But yeah, because he was mostly had been working on a lot of that stuff and like. I know they have those commercials that they showed where like Microsoft was working on those uh, the computer like automated uh, like sprinkler systems and stuff like that in places to try to deal with uh, not using too much or not enough of like water for crops and things like that. Yeah. Uh, so there, there's yeah, he's kind of kind of a lot of things like that that are going on that that microsoft had kind of had their name on and were were technically a part of but i think yeah he just wants to kind of go and do things now like that by himself without you know without having to worry then about you know what things microsoft which is like i said you know it's a bummer that he'll be leaving uh but I'm sure he'll st- still have some form of uh, relationship with the people at yeah. Microsoft. So, yeah, but. I'm sure he's still going to be a heavy influence on that company at some point. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he, even if he probably just donates his money and stuff for things, but not that they really need <laughs> that. That Microsoft needs it. <laughs> yeah, but well, they could right. after the next couple of weeks. Well, eh. I don't know. They have enough money that I don't know if they. I don't know. <laughs> and then the the next thing that I that I had come across is uh, um, you had mentioned playing The Witcher Three. Well, um, it says five years old, and The Witcher Three looks better than ever uh, with its impressive new texture mod. Yeah, I so saw it. it's, it's like. It's like you see those realistic Grand Theft Auto mods that like go on. Yeah. Like it looks, it looks better than that. To be honest with you, yeah. it's it's crazy how good it looks, dude. Yeah. I wonder how, I wonder how beefy of a PC you need to run that, but it looks incredible. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I wouldn't. I would not know. But yeah, it just that was just another one of those little tidbit things that was like. Uh, I haven't got because I didn't get a chance to really look at any of the pictures of it, um, but but I was just like, yeah, they. It, it's just cool that that you know that that kind of community and the, the like the things that exist like that, you know, that is one thing that's cool about the PC world is is uh, you know having mods and things like that that you can kind of uh, have fun with, because um, like I remember back in the day playing. Um, uh, I think it was for we did it for Unreal Tournament, or uh, yeah, I think it was Unreal. It was one of one of those games back in the day that I used to play the first person shooters. There, there was just so many character uh, skin mods that you could uh, download and and basically turn your character into whatever you know existing character that you wanted. Yeah. Um, like everything from like the alien from the alien movies and or like predator or like there's just basically whatever you thought you could think of there there was someone had made it made a skin for it that you could put over your character 
Yeah. This is uh, another story that that I was really kind of I'm kind of excited for. Um, Control is getting a big expansion in March 26. So um, this this is from a, a Euro Gamer article. Um, they said Remedy will be develop, uh, delving deep into the oldest house and unearthing more of its superb paranormal shooter controls meticulously archived mysteries when the first game's two previous announced expansions um, are away. Yeah, I don't know why it says it that way, but yeah, this will be called uh, The Foundation. And yeah, so it will be uh, coming March 26. Um, so I'm kind of excited for that because like I like that's that's the thing is like the whole the whole thing with control like that makes that game so interesting is that building that that you're going through and kind of like all these mystery things that you come across and like you know like yeah i don't know did, did you i forget did you end up finishing that game then what no? control no control I, no i want to i need to it's on okay. i mean I, you know how long your backlog list is and mine's probably yeah. that and more i just I it's all about time and what I've yeah. been pouring time into and, and availability of the TV, honestly. And, and yeah, it's, you know, I mean, I would I would like to finish control within the next couple months or whatever. We'll, we'll yeah. see if I can. But, uh, okay. you know, it's just it's a time thing. I want to finish it. I, I it's I reinstalled it the other day because I do really think i'm going to finish it at some point it's just uh yeah yeah and i like i know like you were having a hard time like kind of staying interested in it and i and i i'm guessing it was probably around the same time that i that like i it wasn't that i wasn't interested in the game but it was like it did kind of feel like like there was a lot of like running from one area to the other and like what you were doing wasn't quite didn't really seem like it just seemed like filler almost like yeah. just trying to stretch it out but um but after a while like once you start getting closer and closer to the end it feels like everything just starts really ramping up and you know things start moving way faster yeah um and more things you know kind of that are interesting start really ramping up and but yeah like there's one particular part in the like towards the end of the game that that was really fun, but since you didn't finish it up, <laughs> I won't say much of it because it would it would kind of be a spoil, almost a spoiler thing. But yeah, it, I just that game with all the the uh, characters, the uh, the um, objects of power stuff is just so, so interesting and fun, but. So yeah, that that'll be that'll be awesome to kind of have some more content to go through for that game. So I I probably will go back to that then as well. So and then uh, this was another thing. It's just kind of a little little thing, but uh, so Call of Duty Warzone had an exploit that people found where um, with with a certain like if you were to get. Uh, so, like, the way it works 
with Warzone is you can't really get um, perks unless you buy one of your um, your classes uh, that you make your you know for regular multiplayer. So those are the only ways that you can really get perks available for your character. So like that that's like the like ghost and and cold blooded and things like that where you can't be seen by UABs and all that. And so apparently there's a I one of the um, perks was somehow being used in a way that that you could uh, keep on reviving yourself mm-hmm. or teammate, teammates each other uh, when you're inside of the gas ring. And so people were doing that. They would just stay in the gas and just keep on reviving each other because it was unlimited. And so then the game would end and they would end up winning because they, the people that were left weren't, weren't able to find, you know, find where these other people were. Uh, and so they would just, you, you could just stay in the gas and just keep on reviving each other and until the game was over and, and just win. So, you know, cause basically either if the last person left was only one person, there would yeah. be no one there to revive them or whatever. And you would have to have the certain perk or whatever available anyways, in order to be able to do it or something like that. Yeah. So, um, but, um, infinity ward had sent a tweet and we, they said, we're rolling out a playlist update across all platforms that fixes and ex- an exploit where players could counter the gas ring while in battle royal. So it it had already been fixed, but it's just kind of funny that like those are the kinds of things where I I'm sure developers are like son of a. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it, but it's good, you know. At the same time, it's a good thing that there are people that that push games like that to try to find those exploits, so then they can get rid of them. Yeah, I remember but, there was a. I mean, it's a different type of thing, but there's a weapon in Destiny where, like, the weapon in, like, it was a Prometheus lens, I think, which is like a, it's like a trace rifle or like a, it's like a beam rifle, actually. And, like, you, uh, like, in in PvE, it would function normally, right? But, like, in PvP, it, like, somehow the, the damage that this thing dealt was, like, it was something like, a hundred times dealt a hundred times the damage that you know it should have dealt and like would kill people like almost instantly so (laughs) they like they had to cancel like the big multiplayer i think iron banner was supposed to be that week and they had to cancel iron banner but they're like iron banner is coming next week enjoy this weapon this week because next week we're gonna hot fix it but and they actually provided like challenges around this weapon to like you know make it fun for like a week you know, yeah. before they, they patched it. But it was like, it was hilarious how, how much damage this weapon, like if you even like, if you shot someone in the foot, they would die like once it was hilarious. <laughs> the death ray. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah that's always really fun. fun. That stuff happens. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I like you it. Know, like, I like it when companies embrace the bug, like, like yeah. destiny did for a week and be like, yeah, okay. Yeah. We messed up, but have fun for a week. And, uh, it's kind of like in Destiny One how Gallahorn was so overpowered. It was the yeah. uh, rocket launcher with homing missiles, and yeah. like if if it, like it was like people wouldn't let you raid unless you had Gallahorn because it was so powerful, right? And it was just kind of <laughs> like, okay, sure. 
So. <laughs> yeah, I, well, like I've kind of wanted to go. I've kind of want to get into watching um, uh, some of the videos of, I, I forget who, <clears throat> I want to say it was someone on Giant Bomb or something talked about um, like these these people who do, like they have a like people that will sit down and the the devs of a game will sit down and watch um, people do uh, quick uh, like the quick runs or whatever. Yeah. Of of games. Yeah, speed and, runs. Yeah, speed runs, and then and um, and then it's just like fun to get to watch the devs like be like, I didn't even know you could do that, and they made the game. <laughs> yeah, and it's like just things like that are I find really fun and interesting. Yeah, and to me that that sounds like that would be like an awesome uh, piece of content to watch. Just watching devs uh watch watch these these uh speed runs that that sounds really fun to me so i might i might have to do that eventually uh all right so one of the the last thing that i kind of put on here uh is <clears throat> so a gta fan thinks they discovered a secret teaser for the location of gta 6 and now okay so so GTA six, you know, they always do it in Roman numerals. Yeah. So so six in Roman numeral would be a V and an I. Yeah. And uh, we had a Grand Theft Auto game that that I loved that took place in the eighties called Vice City. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so they yeah they they said that it would be GTA and then VI and then in quotations CE yeah after that so Vice yeah uh, Vice City is, uh, seems like the title it said um, so yeah so they they kind of uh, there's kind of uh, um, this theory that it might might go back to Vice City again but. Which I think is what everybody wants, right? Like I think, yeah. I mean, we've been to Liberty City three, uh, three or four times since, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the PS2. You know, with the, yeah. uh, the two spinoffs for GTA Four, and you know, obviously GTA Three was Liberty City, and and yeah, uh, there is that Liberty City Stories game that came to PSP and then came to PS2 afterwards. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I not that I wouldn't want to see a new really fleshed out uh liberty city right on the next gen yeah but i think everybody wants vice city because i mean the 80s are still in at this point right and i think i think people want to see a modern take on the 80s in vice city yeah Um, yeah i mean vice city especially the that soundtrack are definitely the things yeah you know the colors and the soundtrack are the ones that stand out the most so uh yeah I think it would be cool to go back to the to Vice City, or you know maybe even like a modern day Vice City, but like or or like the '90s, they could yeah. do it totally because '90s, like the '80s, there's a very very large nostalgia uh, for the '90s as well, you know. Yeah, and and there's a lot of things that they could make fun of during the '90s, that, you know, because that like that's always part of the you know of the their games is really those spoofs on things, you know, and so there's a lot of thing good things that they could spoof from the '90s as well, and kind of you know 
poke fun at and kind of you know the nostalgia of of things so yeah yeah i because i think that would be honestly i think that would be the the way to go is do a 90s thing because again like the music in the 90s is you know like the 80s there's a very big you know a group of people who just absolutely love 90s music so yeah yeah, I mean, I I would I would definitely like to see that, and and you know they think it's cool, and they could do some interesting things like with islands, or even like uh, you know just that culture down there. I think would be really interesting to explore, and and you know what? Yeah. I, also, what I think would be cool is if they had like a like a female protagonist take on that setting too. You know, because like, yeah. I just, I don't know. I just feel like that would be really interesting because GTA hasn't really had explored that, uh, <laughs> that area of, of having a female protagonist really yet. So, um, yeah, I don't even, I don't know if they've ever had a female protagonist in any of their games really. Um, no, especially I, GTA. No, I don't No, They, they really haven't. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, but, I think that'd be but, cool. I think it would be, just the way that, you know, they could do certain things, you know, how they always, you know, come up with clever ways of telling stories and stuff. I think that, Mm -hmm. I think the jokes that they could run with, with a woman protagonist, especially in the nineties could be something really interesting and how they, you know, how a a woman in that area in that uh, time period deals with it would be really interesting to, to tell a story. in. so, um, Mm -hmm. Which, which, uh, that's a perfect segue into our, uh, talking next topic of the week. That's what I did. It. That's why I did it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, so yeah, I just, uh, I had found this article, um, that it was on the, the Xbox wire. I believe I found it through, um, that on March uh, 17th. At 11:35 a.m. to 12:15 p.m. Uh, what is that? Uh, PT? I forget. Uh, Pacific, Pacific time. yeah, Pacific time. Duh. So uh, Xbox will be hosting and streaming a special panel uh, focused on the importance of in- inclusivity and in design and game designs. Um, so so yeah, they're gonna like they're gonna kind of have where they talk to different devs mm-hmm. um, and focus on like, on like the trying to be like more inclusive. And, and I'm guessing they're going to kind of talk to them and ask them, you know, like, you know, what are some ways that maybe they have or, or ways that they think like people could be more inclusive, you know, in games. And so I, th- I thought that was kind of would be a good, a good topic to to bring up um and my question was was what is a good way that games can be inclusive or uh what are some things uh you would like to see get a spotlight spotlight on in games that it isn't as uh represented so or isn't um, represented enough i i i always enjoy you know, playing, I, I don't know why, like, I just, whenever I play a game and I can play as, as a woman, I always do, you know, like I, mm-hmm. I, I, I it's, it's not like a, you know, 
I like to look at, you know, sexy ladies while I'm playing games type thing. You know, I just always do. I think it's more interesting to play from a different perspective. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm sure this this talk, I'm sure Bonnie Ross is going to be a big part of it. You know, the, the studio head at, at 343. And, and I'm sure, you know, I'm sure you can name a few others that'll be there in terms of that. But like, I think that would be really interesting to, to, uh, have more, you know, that's why, I, that's why I thought gears five was really interesting is they mm-hmm. actually took it away from, you know, Marcus and JD and really focused more on Kate. And, and, you know, I thought that not that, you know, the story was interesting because she was a woman, but it was more interesting because you saw the game from her perspective and how she dealt with yeah. it. And like, you know, I, I I think that's important. So I mean, I would like to see more games take that approach of of uh, you know, in in you know the new Tomb Raider games I love a lot, Horizon Zero Dawn, which is you know coming to PC in this summer. Uh, I hope everybody who does their Xbox gaming takes a look at her on PC takes a look at Horizon because I think it's one. I think it is definitely in the top five games this generation for me. Uh, in terms mm-hmm. of, of just playing the game. So I, I really hope people will take a look at that. But uh, Tomb Raider, uh, Mass Effect, I played as as Femship and, and Female Rider when I played Andromeda. Like, I, I think I think having that, and also Control, you know, uh, I think mm-hmm. I, I, that's, that's one of the reasons I want to go back to it, too, is, like, I really like Jesse as a character. So, mm-hmm. um I mean, not that, like, I don't want this to come off weird, but, like, I, I do think we need to explore more than just, like, the female aspect, right? Like, mm-hmm. I'm, like just female aspect. Like, I, I think yeah. I don't see a lot of, you know, black protagonists that you play as, right? Yeah. Or, yeah. or uh, you know, let people of color, you know, there's not a lot yep. of, uh, you know, Asian people that you can play as. There's not a lot of Latino mm-hmm. characters that you play as. So, like... I would really like to see that aspect, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and see how that plays out. Like, I think Mafia 3 is, like, the one game this gen that really stands out of having a protagonist that has to deal with his race during the game, you know? And, I, I mean, mm-hmm. I, don't need, I don't need it to be, like, this big race kind of racial kind of story. I just think, like, seeing it from that perspective would be neat as a... Yeah. As yeah. a straight white man who got enough of that <laughs> since, you know, games existed, right? Like, I think mm-hmm. it'd be interesting to play more games that where you're not playing as that, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be, like, historically accurate or anything. I just want to, I just want to, I, for me, it's all about, like, can you write a cool character that has me engaged with that character for 20, 20 to 50 hours or whatever or Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so yeah uh i would like i just want to see cool characters and cool stories and you know if it's engaging and fun like i'll stick around to play it uh hopefully you know depending on time but uh i mean we have we have all you know and that's why like i think the next witcher game which they say is in development after cyberpunk comes out like I think it's going to revolve around Siri, which I think is what everybody wants. So, uh, I I really want to play cyberpunk as the female version of V, uh, which they 
weren't going to do, and then they walked back on it. So uh, I'm glad that they decided to do that because uh, not to say that the video game industry is very uh, outspoken, (laughs) but I think they would have gotten a lot of backlash if all you could do is play as a man in that game. They would have gotten the... uh, quite the backlash so yeah um, you know I'm yeah glad for, they, yeah i'm glad they like honestly it wouldn't have bothered me that much but i think having that female character in there it makes me more interested in playing the game because i don't know it's weird we've talked about this before but we relate more to females than we do <laughs> to mm-hmm. to men it's like this weird and i guess it's not weird but like it's just something that we kind of talk about a lot where like when we're out or whatever and like mm-hmm. our wives friends are there we'd rather hang out with our wives friends than like the husbands or whatever or the boyfriends mm-hmm. or whatever it's just <laughs> yeah i don't know man it's like i just i feel more comfortable with that yeah uh, yeah so. I, I think it's I, I think it's just like yeah you don't there's yeah when you get the, the male like you know testosterone type trying to almost feel like competing in some form of way, even when you're not competing type of thing yeah. that sometimes exists in, in the world and not everyone's that way. Like, I feel like we're, we're the type that aren't that way, but it's like, you're always on this, like, like, like worried that, that the other person is going to be that way. And so it's just easier when you're around women, you don't have to, don't have to be like be like that yeah. <laughs> that you can just you can just be yourself and and just be relaxed and not have to you know have whatever kind of weird uh genetic things going on or whatever yeah but i would i mean like, yeah I, I i would really just like to see uh cool characters and cool stories i i, mm-hmm. I don't really care like you know maybe even something like uh something that like a somebody who's uh disabled in some sort of way and like you use like a like a like a a prosthetic arm or a prosthetic you know some some sort of prosthetic Mm -hmm. to get around or or do something cool with you know like i know Mm -hmm. cyberpunk will probably deal with something close to that but you know i don't think disabilities are represented enough in games uh Mm -hmm. you know unless you're like playing a superhero game and that's kind of something that is part of their you know if you're playing like an x-men game or something and that's part of their mutation or something but you know you don't really see that a lot either so um. well you know like um another another great game that's that's starring like a female lead is is uh hellblade yeah and and like i would like yeah i wouldn't mind seeing like something where where uh, maybe one of like the disability is one of the senses, yeah. Um, and so they've got to like, you know, you've got to use your other senses while playing the game um, to kind of uh, make up for that that loss of one sense. You know, like they could do things kind of like you know in Hellblade they did the where when it was pitch black and all you could use is your hearing. Yeah. Uh, to try to kind of, you know, make your way through this area. Like, I, I could see them doing a game, like a full entire game like that, like some kind of puzzle game where where you're, like, having to try to 
solve like solve things without there being you know very little visual and and like you know it would be completely different like it wouldn't you know like it wouldn't be you know there's not there really hasn't been like you said anything that really focuses on something so you know like fully like that um like you get little hints of things here and there but that would that would kind of be something interesting is to find like a way to do so, a game sim something like that. Um, like for me, um, so like this this has kind of been uh, uh, something I've been interested in like basically since I was a little kid. Um, so like I've always just been fascinated with like Native American culture. And stuff like that, and and we we've seen you know little bits and pieces of it uh, throughout you know throughout the years uh, make its way into games you know a little bit here and there, but um, the, like one of the other things too, and this kind of goes for any of these topics, is a lot of the times like going back and and you know like Grand Theft Auto is a perfect example of that. A lot of times, it feels like some of the representations are almost like, like stereotypical, and they they're not like, not maybe like done like fully the way like the way that you would maybe want to experience it, you know, like a some kind of uh, like thing like culture wise or whatever, and like, you know, like it was kind of just a fun little like goofy thing that they did but like the i i loved the first prey game the original one and like you know like those characters were native american in that game and so like they kind of had the whole spirit world where you could uh gain health back you know and stuff like that so that i mean that was kind of almost like a just it was interesting it was a it was a cool you know mechanic but but like I would like to see something like more based around almost like like a historical type like you know similar to like uh to like what what um Assassin's Creed kind of does. Yeah. You know, something like that where where we could actually experience like some kind of like neat like the like the Native American stuff during like you know like get to see some maybe some famous areas or things that have been famous like uh throughout history of like native american culture and and like have have like a game that kind of focuses on some of those things but still can deal in the like the paranormal type stuff where you know where you could kind of live out like some of the you know like to make it more gamey like to have like fun fun things that you can do and stuff um yeah so so they could still do that kind of stuff but i it's kind of like i guess honestly more like it would be like assassin's creed type kind of game where you could like you know like play as like a soldier type you know character or you know because i feel like during those during those times there would be a lot of like things that they could pull interest from uh, from from the culture and the history uh, to make 
you know, part of the gameplay and to, to build like a cool story or to, you know, build a cool open world or, you know, things like that. Cause like even, uh, like they have the, um, the primal, uh, far cry primal is kind of like, it's, it would be similar to that, but more of like during, you know, later on because yeah. primal kind of takes place like, like a long time ago right like when caveman you know like more in the caveman era um so i would but i would like to almost see something like along those kinds of lines but more more you know during the history of the native american culture um and and it would just be cool to kind of get to see like the united states like before it was the united states right you know like because that part would be cool of it too like to actually have like stuff where you're getting to see like actual where monuments like things that we have now may be be now but they wouldn't be there or whatever yeah um just you know like there's things like that uh, that i think could be really cool about uh games like that about being you know having having different cultural things and like before the time that we live in so you'd you not only would you be playing a game and enjoying it and having fun, but you'd also be kind of learning from his learning history almost at the same time, you know. Again, like kind of because you know obviously there's a little bit of a difference in the in the Assassin's Creed games. There's things going on that obviously weren't the way that you know like whatever. Yeah. But 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 you're still getting to see uh, see things that that you've heard about but you've may never have seen or you know that are part of history and things like that yeah Um, so i yeah like i would just like to see more games like that where they kind of they they base their the the gameplay in like actual history and like where you can actually learn and and uh, gain some knowledge of of things while having fun and experiencing a fun game. I think would be cool, and to kind of bring in those cultures that maybe not a lot of people like really get to see enough uh, stuff about. Or unfortunately, a lot of the stuff we may have learned in school was was not really a hundred percent the way it happened. <laughs> you know. Or only one one side of the story kind of thing. So. Right. Yeah, like if you were to play like a, you know, like a, like a, some sort of war game or some sort of, you know, military game where like maybe the Americans are the bad guys and you have to figure mm-hmm. out like, you know what I mean? Like something like some mm-hmm. sort of alternate history style. Uh, mm-hmm. like that's, I love games that do that, you know, like have like yeah. an alternate history. That's why like Homefront, like, yeah, not a great game, but it w- did something really interesting and unique that I thought, you know, would be, was, was really cool. And, uh, yeah. spec ops, the line, which we played, uh, yeah. for a pot and play. Like, I think that that's really interesting, uh, type of, of thing to where like, you know, you're dealing with multiple issues there where like, uh, who's really the bad guy and uh you know you're in you know are you the bad guy are you are you fighting like you're fighting other americans is that good bad like where's the moral gray area there so yeah um, i think it's all really pre- pretty interesting to to explore that too yeah to just yeah to just kind of you know 
sometimes it feels like games will go to the same uh, well of ideas and just rehash them, you know, kind of like what we see in movies a lot of the times nowadays. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, every once in a while we have a really interesting, unique, you know, movie come out. Like I I feel like uh, Parasite would kind of be that movie that people uh, would say was very unique and kind of different that really has stood out this year. Yeah. Um, you know, um, so, and then like <laughs> Jojo Rabbit kind of <laughs> is kind of along those lines of what you're talking about, that alternate kind of history type of thing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like, yeah, that's, that's the thing is it's, it's just, it's really, it's really nice when we get, yeah, unique, uh, looks at things and, and like focusing on, like having more of like women protagonists or, or, you know, having, having people of, you know, different races or cultures being focused on that we don't see enough or, you know, like the, those games are almost always going to be more interesting and it's going to get more attention. I feel like, because it's something that we're not used to seeing maybe, or, or it's like, you know, you have people, who can relate to that character and, and be like, Oh, finally, I, you know, I'm getting some, you know, representation, you know, or my culture is getting some representation. So, yeah. 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 It's, you know, like I, I feel like, I feel like, you know, in many ways, uh, games in general have, have evolved and like the way that they're made and, and, uh, the topics that are discussed and, you know, just the the inclusivity of you know crossplay and things like that that we never for, would have thought in the in the past would ever happen. Um, you know, there's uh, like games in general are just have been changing a lot for the good. I feel like, and uh, so I you know I I think you know I'm gonna watch this thing and uh, see kind of what they talk about, um, and. Uh, because you know it's it is interesting, like you said, you know, being a straight white male, uh, you know, like there's there's still a lot of things for me to learn about, you know, different cultures and things like that. And I'm I'm always up for for learning new things about culture and trying new you know new foods and things like that too. You know, it's always fun. Yeah. Um. So you know, I like. So yeah, again, uh, so it'll be on a Tuesday, March seventeenth, uh, from eleven thirty-five a.m. to uh, twelve fifteen p.m. Uh, they'll be streaming, uh, I believe, on Mixer, and I think they're gonna they'll probably have stuff on YouTube and stuff as well. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but it will be Xbox. Uh, it will be the Xbox channel, and they'll be. Uh, they'll be hosting the stream of the panels and stuff. So yeah, that'd be cool. I wonder who, I wonder, I wonder who else is going to be involved with that. Cause I, I'm really interested to see like how they approach this. I think it's going to be really interesting. Um, actually, you know what here, I'll, I'll pull it up right now because I think they do actually mention, um, yeah, this was, again, this was on the Xbox, uh, wire. Um, I think they did. Okay, so uh, Dan uh, Dan Green Greenawalt 
creator director of Forza Racing franchise. Cool. Um, Ellis uh, Baldwin, uh, audio director for Tell Me Why. That's the uh, game where you're playing the uh, character who's struggling with being transgender, right? I believe so. The Life is Strange from the Life is Strange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, and then the last one is Dave Evans, uh, studio director of Falling Squirrel. Um. Yeah. Yeah, and then it. Yeah, that's basically. That's basically it for that. Um. Yeah, and then Phil Spencer. They they just kind of have a quote from him, uh, where he said, "Whether whether you're new to gaming or a diehard esports fan, you are welcome to play and welcome to all." the fun and skill building that comes with gaming, you know, like, you know, and that, that's just the thing. It's, uh, you know, honestly, it doesn't surprise me that, that Microsoft would do something like this, but at the same time, it's, you know, it's, it's good to see this kind of stuff happening where, where they're getting more involved with, with, uh, you know, with the people playing their games and stuff. And this gives, you know, people uh chance, chance to really talk about you know why they do things in certain games or you know like give you a better understanding of what what the focus in a game is and you know like honestly like i if i don't know if there if if one exists but i think that would be one of the coolest podcasts ever as if every episode was just them like literally letting a, a developer uh just talk about like go in depth of like what they did and why they did, you know, the things that they did in a game. Yeah. Um, almost like a spoiler cast. It would have to be, but, but where you could like get the, almost like the commentary version mm-hmm. of a game, like where you'd, you know, like with a movie, when you get the commentary as you're watching the movie, you can just listen to them talk about it, you know, what was going on. But right. if you could have something like that, but it was just you know just the developer talking about it, right? That would be cool. I know some game some developers do do that for their games. Like I know Valve does it for some of their games, and uh, oh. I know Tim Schafer has done some for Double Fine's games. Uh, but and they also did that really cool documentary, the Double Fine documentary, which is cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know how. I don't know how you know that. I, it would have to be some sort of like docu series. I feel like instead yeah, of like, yeah. you, like you can't just do like a movie, which is like just ninety minutes of somebody talking over the movie, right? Because people yeah. play games so differently. But that would be cool to like, you know, if you talk about like the boss fights in God of War, or you know how they designed the weapons in Halo, or something like how, that. Yeah. Would be cool to listen to something like how, how did you do that? Like how did you get the sound effects for the weapons in Halo? How did you? come up with like how do they sound you know like they hi- they, yeah. they have a dog in the studio doing sound work for one of the new alien races in halo right like that was really interesting yeah. to see but like i want to see like what is this dog doing to make sounds right like what are you, are you having him walk on bubble wrap like are you what are you doing <laughs> what are you doing yeah. to this dog to make him uh do these sounds so yeah there there is a really really cool um uh 
thing that I a video that I watched on on YouTube actually where they talk from talk with the developers who who made the first Dead Space. Yeah. And and he goes like they go over some of the like the struggles and the the like things that the, that were damn near game breaking like issues that they ran into when making it that they thought they were never going to finish it. And like when they talk about like all these things that they like kind of had to do and then just had like a eureka moment where they figured things out and were able to salvage everything. And like, I mean, like that interview was, was amazing. Like I just would love to, because I'm sure, like almost every game has got to have some point where they just think that they're, they're that it's hopeless. Yeah, and, I mean, a lot of games nothing like, is going the way that they want it to. Like the big thing with uh, the Last of Us, right? Was where like they delayed the game, and like the game didn't even come together until the last, you know, six weeks of proper production, right? Before the game yeah. shipped, like they that game was a broken mess until the last six weeks of the of the of production and it ended up being obviously one of Sony's crown jewels. Right. But, uh, yeah, you know, I, I, I think it, it's really fascinating to listen to people talk about development. You know, it was like some, even something like something as, as simple looking as, as Axiom Verge listening to Tom Hap talk about that development all the way up to like rockstar devs talking about red dead Two, Right. Like that would be, yeah, that'd be crazy. To listen just to two different things like that so yeah the yeah that yeah the, all that stuff is just really interesting but that's like that's like anything if you're you're really interested in something you like that kind of behind the scenes look at stuff because because you want to you're you know like you want to know more about it but all right so yeah that that basically uh i think we'll wrap it up with that that was a was a good conversation and and yeah it's just you know i think we'll we'll definitely the way things are going i think we'll see you know more and more of this kind of inclusivity and stuff like that happening with uh with games which is a good thing to uh to have so yeah so all right yeah so uh cory uh where can we find you uh, you can find me at I am Corey and HD on Twitter and Instagram and Corey and HD on Mixer. You can also find me on Nintendo Power Block, which is our Nintendo podcast, where we are giving away Animal Crossing. Uh, people, people need to get those entries in. So, yeah. yeah, I'm 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 looking forward to that game. I'll probably be uh, getting it eventually. So, and. Uh, you can find me uh, almost everywhere as Phantom NXS. So it's the end of the show. We're going to throw up the X one more time. Yeah. So we're about to exit the podcast. <laughs> All nice. right. Have a nice night. Goodbye, everybody.